Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hello, welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen. And I'm Becky. And we just finished our starting over dot 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 again Again. series all about hey we did it (laughs) it only took us how many episodes to get (laughs) that perfect (laughs) uh yeah anyway we were wrapped up that series all about starting the things we start over in the new year and we decided that we should throw on one bonus episode for that series about nutrition because we talked about our relationships with food and how that has to change in order for us to change our diets and change how we feel and change our body composition. But we didn't actually talk about how to do that. And now, focus on this. When I say this, neither of us are nutritionists, okay? We are not experts. However, we have both cumulatively attended a very high number of nutrition seminars, read a lot of books, <laughs> done a lot of research, had and coaches. Had a lot of coaches. Yeah. And so we are just going to share with you the basics of what we've learned so that you have a launching point if you have questions. Sometimes I feel like we think through the that very granular things of nutrition of like how many macros should I eat or, um, you know, am I going to eat legumes or not? And we don't think about the big picture I, stuff. I often think that when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> am I going to eat legumes tomorrow or not? Do I want beans in my life? <laughs> okay, Becky. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I my point was <laughs> that, that we, start. <laughs> we often think about the very focused things and we don't think about the big picture. So we're going to talk about the big picture of nutrition today. Nutrition for dummies, if you will. All I can think of are beans now. <laughs> Typical. Which, by the way, I do not eat beans. <laughs> so, so, Becky, before we start nutrition, what's on the rise for you besides beans? Besides, well, beans are definitely not on the rise for me. <laughs> my nutrition, uh, my digestive system <laughs> is beanless. <laughs> However, what is on the rise food-wise is Lilac Kitchen. Uh, I ha- We have some friends out there who might know the owner, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing food. She is an amazing chef, an amazing baker. No matter if I tr- how hard I try to replicate what she makes, it never tastes as good. It's just not quite as good. Yeah. And so this week, Tristan and I, we've really been trying to save money. I know we've talked about that in other episodes, but we did uh, go ahead. It's going to be a busy week. So we've got some meals. Someone gifted us some credit. So we Ooh. used that and then spent some more money to buy some food for this next week just to enjoy some delicious, healthy Wholesome food. That's awesome. And less stress. That's fantastic. What about you? I have been running more. This weather is perfect. I think it is the weather. I've just, I've had some busier days that I haven't been able to get into the gym. And, and then some days when I've been at the gym and then we've just gone for a run afterwards. I don't know what the deal is. I think part of it is watching my whoop strain and trying to get that up and knowing that cardio does that. Um, Yeah. So I've been running more, which is confusing because I mean, y'all know. I hate it. I hate running. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know I hate running. But it's getting better. I think maybe Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm more accepting of the fact that I'm just not a I'm not a speed runner. I'm not. But you can go for a long time. I I am more of an endurance runner and I think accepting that and not trying to push myself is making life easier. Don't let her fool you. She is a good runner. We sprinted too over quarantine. Oh, we did. And you are a good runner. I 
I have my moments. Yes. My abs hurt for weeks after that. Yeah, who knew sprinting? Who knew? <laughs> it hurt everywhere. Which explains why when you see sprinters on, like, at the Olympics, yes. that their abs are They're just shredded. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go sprint after this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go. Because my Forget abs are not shredded. exercises. <laughs> We're just going to sprint. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, Ash did a great job setting this up. We're basically going to talk about beans this whole time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not just going to talk about legumes, but we are going to talk about food, nutrition. Just last night, I was watching The Bachelor, The Women Tell All, Ooh. and they had these uh, these scenes. They're like, oh, this wasn't shown on the the, you know, the big, the true Bachelor episodes, but right. here's something that we did. And I feel like nutrition is one of those things. Ash and I just felt like we talked about it and it wasn't a part of the series, but we needed to add it. Yeah. So that's why this you're getting this bonus. Once again, this is nutrition for dummies. If, if you just are like, hey, just tell me what I need to know. Give me the basics. Don't go into the deep, deep science. That's what we're going to, that's what we're going to cover. Yeah. Which we're, makes us the dummies, just for the record, not the listeners. We are the dummies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we are the dummies who are translating what the smart people have taught us over many years of treating our bodies like science experiments. By the way, I keep wondering, like some podcasts have a name for their listeners, and I'd love to hear suggestions from our listeners Ooh. on what they want to be called. We thought about boxers because, you know. Yes. Box living outside the box, living box free, yada, yada. But yeah. I don't want you to feel like we're calling you underwear. So oh, I didn't think about that. I know. So anyway. Wow. Comment. DM us, whatever. We'd love to hear. What do you oh, want to I be see called? Our beans and underwear now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is a great episode. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a great segue, men's underwear, to what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> We've got three key points here. One, the basics of nutrition. Two, we're going to talk about popular nutrition plans and why you may or may not like that plan. And then finally, we're just going to finish up with, okay, finding what is right for you. Everyone's body is different. And it's important that it doesn't feel like a diet. It feels like a lifestyle. Let's jump into basics. Basics of nutrition. You've probably uh, heard, I feel better when I eat well, or I feel like I have more energy. Why is nutrition important? One, yes, it's going to give you more energy. We know nutrition is critical, especially for young children, their cognitive development, their physical development. But as adults, too, our cognitive clarity quite often can be impacted by what we're eating and what we're fueling our bodies with. Proper nutrition decreases the risk for disease and it decreases inflammation. So those are all very important reasons why we should care about what we're putting in our bodies. We've got two key things here that you probably will hear when it comes to nutrition. One and the most popular one I would say a lot of people have heard of is macronutrients. This is the basics. It's carbs, protein, and fat. Everything can fall into those three. And we'll talk about the ratio of those and how it has a difference in your body composition based on what combination of those you're having. The other piece is micronutrients. It is really hard to get micronutrients from processed food. This is Oftentimes, we're, this is where we're eating those fruits and vegetables. Even like beef has a lot of iron. Micronutrients, for example, it's vitamin B, vitamin C, E, magnesium, iron, zinc. And these are important for uh, multiple reasons, really focused on decreasing the risk of disease, decreasing inflammation. Uh, magnesium helps with muscle soreness. <laughs> so if you're like us and your muscles are sore, Tristan does a great job, my husband, at taking magnesium. And I'm like, Oh, I should take in magnesium. Maybe my muscles wouldn't hurt so much. I don't know if I've tried that for muscle soreness. Yeah, so it helps. Yeah, and also magnesium and zinc also helps with 
if you take those in combination at night, it's supposed to help you sleep. I have heard that. I think I mm-hmm. used to take magne- magnesium for sleep stuff. Yeah. But not for muscle soreness. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. New tip. Micronutrient rise, real quick. What are some popular foods, or I should say popular, the best foods for getting good micronutrients? They're salmon. Salmon's the best fish. You've got your omega 3s there. Good. Voted most likely to succeed. Salmon. Popular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You got it, salmon. <laughs> Kale, that's another one. Very, very dense green uh, vegetable there. Garlic, seaweed, not eating that a lot. Yeah. However, sushi fans. Yeah, I do. I do eat sushi. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I'm just not big on like seaweed by itself. Uh, yeah, me either. It doesn't sound too appetizing. Shellfish, potatoes. Yay. Let's maybe a little bit more realistic yeah, yeah. for some of us. <laughs> liver, <laughs> sardines. <laughs> However, if you see someone eating sardines or liver, don't make fun of them. They probably have lots of great micronutrients yeah, it's true. in their body. Or do make fun of them, but they also have micronutrients yes. maybe in their body. <laughs> do they know that's why they're eating them? I don't know. So that's a little bit basic-wise, macronutrients, micronutrients. The reason we want to call those out is... A lot of people count macros, but it's also important we're getting those micronutrients for our overall health. There is a study, as we think about nutrition, by Stanford University where it compared people who ate the same amount of calories, so two different groups. One group ate whole foods, really focused on, as we talked about, those micronutrients, macronutrients. The other group just ate whatever they wanted as long as it fit in that calorie uh, space. Mm -hmm. And what we noticed... Those two groups had similar weight loss. However, their health metrics, so blood pressure, resting heart rate, those different types of metrics for longevity, they were much better for those who ate whole, unprocessed foods. That makes sense. Yeah. And if you think about it, Ash and I, we've we've participated in a New Year's challenge Mm -hmm. with our gym, and I'm the coordinator of that, so I'm seeing lots of people's results, and one of the top questions I get is, oh my gosh, I ate 1,200 calories a day. I lost 10 pounds, but I lost 5 pounds of muscle. That's demoralizing. It is. And and the key here is what is your goal? Mm. Okay, so these two groups that Stanford studied, they both lost weight, but is our goal longevity and health and lean muscle mass, or is our goal just a number on the scale? Yeah. If you truly want that longevity, you want to feel good, you want energy, and you want lean muscle, we have to be eating the right calories, not just any calories. Yeah. And specifically for women, and what I'm sure Ash and I have both noticed, a lot of women are not eating enough protein. Yeah. And you are going to lose muscle if you're not fueling it with protein, and specifically what we call branched-chain amino acids, which is what we need to rebuild that muscle. So for anyone out there who's feeling down because maybe you've lost weight, but you did a body composition score and you're like, what? I lost muscle. My number one tip would be track your food and make sure you're eating at least one gram of protein for uh, every pound of lean muscle mass that you have. Hmm. That's getting into the specifics. You don't have to do that. Just a suggestion if muscle is your goal. Okay, I'm already getting into the weeds. I know, I was going to say, we just just blew way past nutrition (laughs) for dummies with something about branch neutral amino acids. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Branch neutral. You lost me there. Beans? Boxers. (laughs) What? (laughs) Branch something. Uh, Don't worry about those. Just know that, oh gosh, so I'm getting into the weeds again. (laughs) Okay. is so hard. Okay. You're doing great. 
Let's talk about popular nutrition plans. Oh, yes, let's. Let's. And Ash has probably tested, I don't know if you've tested as many of these as me. I'll be curious to hear. I don't know if I have. Okay. The first probably most popular one, which I would say is maybe the biggest reaching when it comes to different age groups and uh, it just in the United States would be Weight Watchers. Oh, yeah. And the way Weight Watchers works, there's a point system. You get so many points. The old-fashioned Weight Watchers had, like, the actual physical journal and weekly weigh-ins. Now, I think people mostly just use the app. They do it online. Fruits and vegetables are zero points, so you can eat as many of those as you want, which is good and bad. Uh, Fruit does have a lot of sugar in it, so if you just eat a bunch of fruit, you might not see as many results as you want. However, in general, a lot of people see good results with Weight Watchers, and it doesn't feel as restricting because it's just a point system. You can have what you want as long as if it's in your points. Yeah. My understanding of, I could be wrong about this, but my understanding of Noom is that it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a a new version of Weight Watchers, but a similar concept of like, you can eat what you want, Mm -hmm. but you get certain amounts or you you, they teach you to understand how much something is going to cost you basically. Yes. I have a friend who has just started Noom. She's Mm -hmm. not in Indiana. She's in a different state. And she mentioned that it has a lot more focused on your psychological relationship Mm -hmm. with food. Yeah. And that's what she really needed. So I'll be curious to hear how that experience is for her. Yeah. Look at you throwing out a new new one out there. Yeah. I know things. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Branch chain neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just playing. I'm just playing beans. More more beans. (laughs) Adkins and keto. Have you tried either of those? I tried keto for, uh, I'm going to go with six days. You made it almost a week. <laughs> almost, Congratulations. Almost a Why week. did you stop? I, I don't think that that particular diet works for my body. That's yes. why I stopped. It felt like I was really struggling to intake the things that I was supposed to intake. And so more than having trouble... Because I feel like with most diets, you're like, oh, I want to have things I'm not supposed to have. Whereas mm-hmm. with keto, I was like, I'm having trouble getting in all the things I'm supposed to get in. Yep. So it didn't feel like it was right for me. Yeah. And and I feel like there's probably a lot of people that can relate to that. And for those who don't know what keto or Atkins is, I put those together because they both are high protein, high fat, low carb. So you're really focusing on keeping your carbs at a very low amount. And what you're doing is you're going into what we call ketosis, where your body is using fat as fuel instead of carbs as fuel. A lot of doctors recommend this for people who have a lot of weight to lose because it is a fast way to see people lose weight. I actually did Atkins, which I would say I was pretty similar to keto in high school. And I, if you listen to our Relationship with Food podcast, you know my mom was like, you should do Weight Watchers with me. You should do this with me. So I did Atkins with my mom, and I lost a lot of weight. I got down to like 120, which I'm about 145 is about where I normally am. Yeah. And uh, it was good. However, there was a certain point I had bad foods in my mind. Mm. Like I cannot eat carbs yeah. and it did get unhealthy mentally for me. So that that's, I mean, it just depends what you're looking for. If you are someone who you feel great with fat as fuel versus carbs as fuel, and it doesn't cause you to, you know, see food as, you know, oh my gosh, bread's the devil, yes. right? Like then it could be really good for you. Yeah. And it does, people see really fast results when they really do it right. Yes. Which some people don't do it right. You have to do it right. Otherwise you end up gaining weight. Yeah. You fat. Yeah. Yeah. Paleo and Whole30. Hey. hey. 
our CrossFit people out there, you're like, paleo, yeah, <laughs> it's how you live. <laughs> Basically, paleo, it's called that, it's like the paleolithic era. So things that, eating foods that were around back in the day, so stuff that's not processed. And Whole30 is somewhat similar, but more strict, I would say. Yeah, and it's Whole30 is designed to be a short term. I mean, it says 30. It's designed mm-hmm. to be a 30-day thing where you work through what you can eat and what's good for your body, what works for your body and what doesn't. It's kind of a reset. So it's not designed to be a long-term diet. Yeah. I I did do Whole30, gosh, probably four years ago, five years ago, maybe. It was when it first was like super hot. And my biggest takeaway was I actually, I stopped drinking pop. I drank Mm -hmm. a bunch of Diet Coke and that's something, you know, you don't have, whether it's diet or not, doesn't matter. You eliminate anything that replicates sugar. Yeah. And that, I haven't had diet pop since. Wow. I don't count Kilcliffe. No. No, I wouldn't count Kilcliffe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a whole 30, like Ash said, it is temporary. Paleo, some people just eat paleo long term. Mm-hmm. Once again, whole foods, it, it's the carb sources, you don't eat legumes. So we will talk about beans. <laughs> there's no legumes there and there's no rice. So there's some things that I, I'd i say are debatable that were back in the day yeah. potentially, but they aren't a part of that that nutrition plan. Yeah. So no grains basically, right? With yeah. paleo. Yeah. Yep. Anything to add? Those? No, I mean, my body feels really good when I eat mostly paleo. If I do like 90% paleo, my body is very happy with me. Yes. So yeah. I, again, it's, yeah. Finding what works for you, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But we're not done with the yes. list yet. I will also say if if you are eating paleo and you're buying foods that say paleo on them, it's probably not good for you. Hmm. Here's here's what I mean by that. Okay. The true intent of paleo is things that were back in the day. If you buy paleo cookies or you buy paleo crackers or whatever, because, I mean, people have innovated and created these recipes and right. foods that are basically like paleo brownies. Okay, it still has a lot of fat in it yeah. and natural sugar from honey. So you're probably still going to gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it says paleo does not mean it's healthy. Right. Yeah. Still being aware of what you're eating. Yes. Macros. This is an area Ash and I both could probably talk about. It's very relevant to where we probably yes. are right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Tell us about why you do macros. I feel like it's hard for me. So when I do eat paleo, it's hard for me to know. Like I used to for a while. Oh, I think I was doing Whole30 actually. And my go-to snack was like two or three tablespoons of almond butter with honey on it. So delightful. That sounds amazing. So good. And I would just mix it all together and eat it with a spoon. And that, but that's so much fat. And I didn't realize that. And it was disproportionate to the other things I was eating. And I didn't know that. So counting macros for me helps me to know that I'm getting enough of the right things as opposed to being more... It Basically, I don't have to pay as much attention to exactly what I'm eating at a given time but trying to make sure I get enough of the right things. And protein is, I mean, that's really hard. It is mm-hmm. hard for me to get enough protein for me to g- gain muscle, but yes. trying. You've done a pretty good job. Hey. That's what I'm saying. hey <laughs> The reason I do macros is because of my goal. My goal is to maintain and gain lean muscle mass. Yep. If that was not my goal, I probably wouldn't track my food or care quite as much. But like what Ash said, that is... That's the way to know you're getting what you need based on what you want. And we both are in that realm of life where we want to maintain as much muscle and gain muscle 
as we train hard. Yeah. Want to make sure it's going to a good place. If you train hard and you don't get enough protein, so for example, if you're, let's say you're running 10 miles a day, you're training for a race, but you're not eating enough protein, you're actually breaking down muscle. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that or think about that. They think, man, I'm, I'm getting it fit. But if you've ever heard of skinny fat, you know, there's people who can work out all the time, but if they don't feel their body right, that muscle can't be regenerated the same way. Yeah. Vegetarian and vegan. Mm. I don't know how people do this. <laughs> okay. So clearly we don't have like an advocacy statement for these. <laughs> I do. I, I know multiple people who've done plant-based eating vegetarian. I actually had a friend in high school who's allergic to the protein found in animal-based meat. Ooh, and nice. actually one of our friends I know uh, is allergic to beef, a protein found in beef. There are, so there are actually like some people out there that need to eat plant-based uh, and then there's other people that just choose to do that, whether it's for moral reasons, they don't want to, you know, eat a living being, mm-hmm. or maybe they just feel better mm-hmm. eating just plants. And then there's vegan, which vegan is for those who maybe are confused by the difference. Vegan is eating nothing that comes from animals. So no eggs, no dairy. Vegetarians, I believe, can still have eggs, dairy. And I think they can, some vegetarians eat fish as well. Yeah, some do. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's the differences there. Pescatarians, I believe. Pescatarians, yes. Yes. So there's there's a couple options there. If you are vegetarian or vegan, my biggest suggestion is you need to find a way to get your complete BCAAs, <laughs> branched chain amino acids, <laughs> because I, earlier I, I can't remember if I said this or not. The only the only protein that has the full BCAAs is from animal based protein, and eggs are actually the best eggs, and then I think beef and chicken and then turkey that have the most complete BCAAs. Okay. So a lot of vegetarians or vegans, they need to make sure supplementation is probably more important for them than other people because they just can't get, plants don't have all the BCAAs. Yeah. Intermittent fasting. I've never really tried this. I don't feel like it would go well for me. (laughs) (laughs) I actually feel like you could do it well if you wanted. I probably you like, like coffee and you can have coffee when I you're have, fasting. I think I have the willpower. I just feel like I would straight up fall over. Like, yes. I don't know. I mean, I know your body gets used to it and that's kind of the point. Yeah. But the first adjusting to it would be real rough for me. Yes. I actually was just listening to a podcast this morning and it was talking about the telomeres of like our, our cells. And <laughs> what I'm talking about? is getting a little bit so, complex So basically... I failed science, Becky. It was talking about how intermittent fasting helps these telomeres, the older we get, the shorter that they get because they can't replicate as much. And that intermittent fasting actually flushes out your body and it allows that regeneration of those cells to last longer. Got it. So supposedly there's research out there that shows intermittent fasting from a longevity health standpoint can actually keep your cells replicating, keep you feeling younger, longer. Okay. Uh, And I will say that Intermittent fasting is not for everyone. There is, I've seen some research that says it works better for men than women. Mm-hmm. Basically, the, the foundation of intermittent fasting is eight hours. The most common one is eight hours of eating, 16 hours of not. Okay. But there are people that spend, you know, they do two hours of eating or six hours. Right. But the key is if, if it's over that eight hours uh, mark, then I don't think it counts as intermittent fasting. Yeah. I think that's the most, the longest window you can have. Got it. Last one is zone. Zone. Yeah, get in the zone. This one was actually taught at our CrossFit level one Hmm. way back in the day. They've now changed that. 
But zone is what is also called the anti-inflammatory diet. So every meal you are eating what we call a block, which is a certain proportion of fats, carbs, and proteins that are always together. So you're never just eating fat or you're never just eating carbs. Like you're not just sitting there eating potato chips, but you're eating it with protein and a fat. And that is supposed to keep the inflammation in your body down. For people who have, whether it's Crohn's, colitis, or just IBS, this is a great great plan for them because yeah. it's going to keep inflammation in their gut or their intestines down, which is what that causes a lot of those issues. Yeah. Okay. So oh, we just talked about, <laughs> my phone is on fire. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we just talked about some different nutrition plans. I'm over here geeking out. Ash is like, hurry up, Becky, get back to boxers <laughs> and beans. <laughs> Finding what's right for you. Key takeaway here, if it feels like a diet, then it's going to be short term and it's not going to last. Oh, amen. This is, this is about yeah. life. Yep. Find, choose a plan that you feel like you can stick to for life. Yep. And you know what? I don't even, I, I'd say I follow macros, but in general, I don't have one exact plan. I'm not paleo. I'm not whole 30. I'm not intermittent fasting, but I know what foods make me feel good. And that's what I eat. And I make sure I get enough of what I need. So find what works for you. It's still okay to have fun with food. But if you are someone who's like, wow, I don't understand why I haven't lost weight. Track your food. Yeah. Maybe you're having too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Track it and also pay attention how much protein, fat, and carbs are you getting? Because if you're losing muscle, you most likely are not eating enough protein. Yeah. I am often amazed by how, like, I feel like my my days when I decide I can go outside whatever plan I'm doing are pretty minimal. But then when I start actually tracking it or doing a challenge where I get points for it or something, I start to realize it's like every two or three days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it feels like more like every two or three weeks, but it's not. So yeah, track you just it. don't know unless yeah. you track it. You got to pay attention. Okay. Those are my biggest tips. Ash, what, what wisdom would you leave this group besides branch chain neutral <laughs> bands and boxers? <laughs> I mean, do, do they really need any other wisdom? Hi, that's all I need to know. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, as we talked about with the exercise and getting into shape, if if you like it or if it feels comfortable to you and you feel like, okay, I can I can handle this, then you're going to keep doing it and you're, it, you'll be successful. Um, if it feels, yeah, like Becky said, if it feels like a diet, it's probably not probably not going to work out because you're going to start thinking, you know, I, I had a rough day. I deserve to eat something that's not in my diet or I want to go out drinking and I deserve that or something like that. And yeah, so just pay attention, pay attention to how you feel as you're making a new plan. And as you are trying out a new plan and adjust as necessary, never hurts to change things. Oh yes. That's a good point. Change your body. People who plateau. Change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to change your nutrition. I said, change your body. Change your body, y'all. Change your body. You can do that through nutrition. But yes, if you're plateauing, you probably need to shake it up. Maybe try something new. Try yeah. some different macros. Fast. See how that goes. And yeah. shock your body into change. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks for nerding out. Nutrition for dummies. <laughs> Beans and boxers. That's uh -huh. all you need to know. Yep. <laughs> thanks for joining us for this bonus episode. Uh, stay tuned. Our next episode is going to be about questions. Mm -hmm. What? Yes. Questions. Mm -hmm. You want to know. Yep. What is it about? Great question. We're going to talk about that. Come back next week. <laughs> See Bye. ya.